Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name's Dalton, and with me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? We're doing above average. Above average? Why, why are you above average, Will? Well, uh, you know, after a long, dark winter, oh. the sun is finally here. The sun is out, <laughs> the snow is gone here in Canada, and me and Will couldn't be more happy. <laughs> Seriously. It's time to get out of the, the winter blues and into the spring... Joy. Oh man, I know. We did that little spirit walk prior to the podcast, yeah. you know, and just felt like our souls are reinvigorated. The beard is refueled. It is refueled. And it's <laughs> nice it's nice to be back in person and actually see the beard. It has grown actually quite a bit. I think since the so. last time I saw you. I don't know. Maybe it's like being on placement just like really, you know, that think the thinking just yeah. grows it. I think it's wisdom. You're you're growing your physical therapy wisdom in your beard. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure you are. All right, so we're uh, we're gonna do a little recap episode today. Uh, we've had a good, actually, me and Will were just talking about it before we started recording. We actually had a good lineup of people on yeah. the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had, you know, we had a physio, we had a strength coach, we had a physio student, we had a professor, and we had a Cairo. So like, we had yeah. a good, good wide variety of people that all had like really good things to say. It was way more, like, diverse. I didn't even realize. Like, I think we just kind of were like, oh, like, it would be good to have a strength coach. We had the relationship with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, and so we kind of did that. And then we've always wanted to have a, a student on. And then, like, that kind of worked out. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of the goal of this episode, guys, is just to kind of recap um, one main takeaway we took from each people we talked about. So if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to prior podcast, you can kind of get an idea of the episode. And if you want to go back and check it out, then you go and check it out. Um, but before we get into it, we got a, we introduced a new segment last week, uh, how we brew it, which is, you know, we talk about what kind of coffee we're drinking and how we go about brewing it. So since we have no guests today, we'll tell you guys how we did it. So Will? Well, today we've been using, I would say it's most of the time that we use, we've been using the AeroPress. Yes. AeroPress is like a little tube. It's sort of like a French press, but it uses air instead of like the like mechanical press, right? Like, yeah, yeah. that's the main difference. I would say so, yeah. And it honestly, something about it, like, and it's not like we have any like affiliation with them, but not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it just tastes so good. Like, yeah, it's a smooth cup. Like, it's very consistent. And you don't have to worry about really getting a bad cup. And it's, it's quick. You don't have to wait quick. too long. And it's cheap, like 45 bucks, I think, for yeah. the press. So it's, it's, a good, it's a good way to, to go about brewing your coffee um, that's better than your typical machine and better than maybe your single yeah. K-cups. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, it's, it's great. I'm enjoying. And, you what, know, and what kind of coffee are we drinking today? Well, that's the coolest thing is uh, this is the first. This is the coffee we had on our first podcast. It's that uh, treble cock. Treble cock, yes. <laughs> Good old treble cock. Awesome. It's what are we? What are we in now? Thirteen episodes, I think. So yeah, like thirteen episodes later, and here we are, still drinking coffee and still talking about random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so that's what we got today for how we brew it. Uh, we highly suggest you guys get an AeroPress if you don't have one. Um, Definitely. Tr- trust me, it'll be a great investment. So let's get into the topics of the show. So I think we're going to start off with um, Vetus. We had him on the show a couple weeks back now. Uh, so what was one of your main takeaways from from that episode? Yeah, I, re- I really liked how uh, Vetus was talking about just trying to simplify your clinical practice. And I think for for us, that's, that's big, right? Because we're just starting. And uh, he, he kind of was throwing the idea of can you eliminate some of the tools that you use for a short period of time? And, and can you still be just as effective? And I think he was, he was mostly discussing like from his end, like, uh, I, I know he used to use a lot of soft tissue work. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of saying, well, like, can I, uh, take away the soft tissue and still be just as effective, you know, kind of getting at like, is my ability to communicate with people and motivate people to, uh, to, I guess, take control of their own health. Is that where I want it to be sort of thing? Did, did you kind of get the yeah. same, like... Yeah, I was, it was interesting when he said that. Like, I, I never thought of doing something like that. And yeah. I think it's kind of a... If it's a cool thing, it's kind of a cool thing to try and do and see if you can go get away from one maybe particular system that you're a little bit more, let's say, biased to or using yeah. on a daily basis and try to, you know, challenge yourself and critically think and doing things in a different way. Um, but I also think that Vitas, he was himself saying that, like, once he started simplifying his practice, mm-hmm. he started realizing how much more maybe success he was having with connecting with people and right. getting like the more important things across than than getting across like, oh, I need to use this particular modality or system right. to help exactly. make that person better. Yeah. So I thought I totally I thought that was that was awesome. Um and yeah. kind of something I've never really thought about. And I think it's good good a good idea to get into our head before we even get out. And start, and start practicing as actual physical therapists. Yeah, I agree. I think it's one of those things where like it, it might be good for someone who's already been practicing, you know, and maybe has like, because I feel like we may not have as many biases as like students, you know, right, right. now, but right. but it's some definitely something to keep in the back of our minds, but especially mm-hmm. going forward, you know, as you start to like pick up some of those tools and stuff, just yeah. realizing that they're tools and they're not you're like bread and butter, right? Yeah, it's just something that you use to, to supplement exactly the core values of communicating, empowering, yeah, exercise, like those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And then uh, following that, we had Elena um, on our podcast. Uh, she was our first strength coach that we mm-hmm. strength coach that we interviewed. Um, I I love talking to her. I think mm-hmm. she has. She was really open, authentic. You know told us exactly her story um how much her family impacted her um, yeah. growing up and how much sport and that had an impact on her life and overall like the takeaway i took from talking to her was the fact that she just defined this idea of of grit in the sense of having a passion um and as well persevering through some like tough things. Yeah. Um, so she had a passion for sport and exercise and she took that passion and went to school and got her degree and translated that into her job. But she was also able to persevere through adversity um, and failures that she kind of discussed 
on the podcast that she, you know, could have probably stopped her from actually continuing on. Yeah. And I think it was awesome to hear her talk about how she took her failures um, as a learning experience, learn from them, and then continue to grow as, yeah. as a strength coach. And I think, I think she, she really defined being um, more than just a strength coach. Like she was, she took what she what who she was as a person and was very comfortable with that yeah. and let that spill over into her career. Um, and I think that's awesome. And that's, that's something that, I mean, I'm personally striving for um, when I get out into the physical therapy world. Um, so it was awesome to, you know, hear that from someone who's kind of going through it and still young in the game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, I think like, it's crazy because she kind of got just thrown into the water, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. what, uh, what was it that she started? She at? was like the head strength coach at Laurier and like, yeah. she was kind of, they're just like, yeah, okay. And she's like, let's do it. So I think like, to me, that's crazy. Like, it's awesome. It was, that's another lesson of itself to be yeah. like, you know, maybe you don't think you're ready or maybe you're a little bit fear, like having fear of like doing it, but you know, just do it and take it as it comes and learn and, and in the end, it, you know, it worked out. And and I would say even if it didn't work out for her, yeah. she learned from it and it could translate into what she's doing now with like training to excel and, and being a strength coach at York. Yeah. You know? So it's all just kind of part of the process and it was really cool to hear that. Exactly. Because I think like, you know, the alternative is you don't take that risk, you know? And, and I think she was at a point where she was like finishing her kin degree and she's like, where do I go from here right? Right, right and she had an opportunity and she seized it mm -hmm. and uh that led to to where yeah. she's at right now yeah and i feel like just for people out there that's uh really great to hear that you know sometimes you just gotta take that leap and yeah. even though you don't feel maybe 100 percent ready like you know what i mean you just gotta do it yeah yeah and i mean she talked about a bunch of other awesome stuff too like more related to the strength field and yeah and all that so if you guys want to learn if you're interested in that stuff and you want to hear a little bit more about it definitely go um check out that episode mm -hmm. um next on the list we had our man andy uh yeah at embark lifestyle on instagram guys killing it uh we met andy through social media yeah. um basically we started our page around the same time as he started and we kind of got in contact with each other and we've been pretty much like you know kind of supporting each other through it yeah um as we as we've grown um so it's been really fun to to build that relationship and then also have him on the podcast and listen to listen to his thoughts on you know being a student being on instagram his thoughts on the profession um he's in the u.s we're in canada so kind of gave us a little bit of perspective on what they do in comparison to like what we're learning yeah um but the number one thing i took away from him and i thought it was just straight fire when he when he said this but um he talked about um don't put your burden of learning on someone else mm -hmm. um and when someone else is responsible for ed ed your education you lose your freedom of knowledge yeah and when he said that i was like whoo i'm like man that that's pretty it's pretty deep. Like he got pretty deep on it, but I honestly totally agree with him and I think 100%. If it wasn't for him taking that mindset and us taking that mindset, we would have never had that conversation. Yeah. Um and I think that's that's huge. Like we're learning in school, but there's more out there than what the, what's being told in school. And if you start taking control of your own knowledge and what you're learning, yeah. Um it just expands to things that, that is much greater. That's only going to add on to what you're learning in school. And I thought like for him to say that was like, was really good. Um, and it even reminded me of the kind of the process that we've gone through, 
um, and how valuable it is. And I think what we're trying to do and what Andy's trying to do is just make people realize, like students that are like us, that to you know you don't have to start a social media page, but just look elsewhere for for information because there's a lot of really good stuff and a lot of cool things that are going on in the in the physio world and the strength world mm-hmm. that you don't get in school. I think like the thing is too is like I remember. Do you remember right away like when we got into physio school? One of the things that they said was like, "This is gray area. Mm-hmm. We do not live in black and white in mm-hmm. physio school." And and what that tells me is it's something you have to critically think. Mm-hmm. And if you're only just passively taking in uh, knowledge that may or may not be 100% right, like that's totally valid. No, 100% valid, yeah. And especially yeah. In, a, in a master's program, like in like a higher learning like place, like you should be really skeptical and, and also looking into uh, what's really happening. And, and I think that that's a really important thing to do. Just... Just don't take something for fact, right? Just because it's being told to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's really helped uh, Andy just like has gone out and like learned so much. And now he's putting stuff out on his page that's so helpful. And like, yeah, he's he's killing it. If he sure. had never been open to that, then yeah. uh, who knows what would have happened, right? Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. So that, that was an awesome quote. Um, and Andy's a great guy. I think, yeah. I think he's got some really good stuff going on. And, Maybe one day we'll get down to Miami or New York and and, and, uh, hang out with him and Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So who's next uh, Uh, up here we got? On our next episode, we talked to our first professor, uh, our professor at Western Western University, Daryl Yardley. He taught us our business class, Mm -hmm. um, which again was one of those classes that really challenged us. Um, in terms of thinking outside the box and, and, and how we can innovate the profession. And, and Daryl provided a very open environment for discussion that, yeah. that really got us thinking and, and our classmates thinking, which was which was awesome. Um, for him, I think what I took away from it was this idea of being an entrepreneur, um, which is like be, having this idea of like finding a gap and filling that gap within the within the current system, but not having to take the financial risk of going out on your own. So say like doing it within your own company or within like a physio practice. And I thought that that was really cool because I think that is some that is where things are going. And then it allows for people that are that are in a position in a clinic or whatever it be be the leaders from the front line. Mm-hmm. So create like let's just say it's like creating their own brand while they're working at a clinic. Yeah, and they're putting out content on YouTube, on Instagram, a podcast, whatever it be, creating their own brand for themselves, all while working at this company. Um, and not only brings them success as a as a person in terms of educating and you know getting information out there about the profession, but it also drives more people to that clinic. Right, and that's kind of how that it's almost like a revolving door kind of thing. Yeah, and I think physio provides a perfect opportunity for that. Yeah. I think he talked about just kind of like, like our generations kind of like that, right? Like we want to be in a place where we feel like we can grow. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that that's all that prevalent, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Right. Well, yeah, I guess we don't, we don't really know how it is, but like, if you think about what I, what I mean, what I've seen so far in terms Mm -hmm. of placements and stuff like that, like sometimes that's not totally available. I think it's, I think it's getting there. I think it's starting to become more accepted, but 
it's definitely people i think people feel limited yeah um but it's definitely an opportunity that that's there yeah absolutely uh yeah i mean yeah daryl also daryl does a mentorship boot camp Mm -hmm. um and we talked about mentorship so if you guys want to look a little bit more into like the mentorship side of things head over to his website um and check the check the episode out that yeah. we did with him. He he did he did drop a lot of uh, a lot of good information on that episode. Oh yeah, definitely. His class was fun, you know. Like uh, I think it was one of those classes where it's almost more like a seminar. Mm-hmm. Like we would have like more like discussions rather than him just kind of like lecturing us. Mm-hmm. Like we did some of the we kind of the the way the class kind of went was it started off with lectures. And then halfway about, we kind of like finished the midterm and then it was like, okay, from now on, it's all just like debates, uh, Skype calls, business conferences. Yeah. So it's like one of those classes where you feel like inspired to, uh, you know, push the profession forward. Contribute. Yeah, yeah exactly. For, for sure. I definitely got that feeling from that class and it was kind of cool. It was awesome to see like when we did that symposium, mm-hmm. like all the other people, amazing people out there that are, that are physios or, yeah. or were physios and, and how much of a contribution they're having to the profession mm-hmm. that might not be the traditional way of actually working in a clinic or yeah. even opening and being an owner of a clinic. Like there's people that were creating like technology platforms. There are people that were just consulting companies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a lot of opportunity in, in the physio profession that is maybe a little bit more non-traditional yeah that i think people don't realize yeah so exactly for sure and lastly uh we had dr jacob harden on yeah which was totally awesome yeah that was uh that was cool you know he's someone i've, I've wanted to uh talk for talk with for quite a while i think um just love his like positive message you know and, and i think like uh that's what it's all about just putting out positive message for people but from like a tangible standpoint from the episode, like his uh, kind of thought process that he uses to guide his assessment is is so kind of like it's great for us because I feel like we're bombarded with all these complex ways of assessing and it, it's hard for us as students to kind of put it together. So I feel like what he said about just your assessment is about figuring out where what is aggravating to this person, what are the positions that are aggravating, and then trying to put together a plan to get from where they are now to that exact position mm-hmm. of aggravating. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a little bit contrary to sometimes what we're what we're taught, mm-hmm. which is more like let's do the opposite to relieve, which I think is fine like very temporarily. But I don't think we talk about enough uh, actually exposing the aggravating position. Yeah, and like building the backup to be able to tolerate those positions that were causing them the problem in the first place. I I agree with that. I think we focus a lot about how we can take away the pain, which is is great because that's what we want to do. Yeah. But then I think we kind of tend to forget that we need to like – try to build them up and make them more resilient exactly in those positions and yeah. to, instead of totally have them avoid avoid it yeah kind of thing or just be happy with like reducing it yeah and and he also went into the like a little bit of like uh a very simple way of integrating pain science understanding into your practice mm-hmm. which was just 
understanding that there's kind of two thresholds. The one being your tissue capacity threshold, whatever you want to call it. The other being your like neurological threshold Mm -hmm. or uh, what did he call it? Your tolerance threshold, Yeah, I think. Yeah. So like meaning like at some point, like if you stretch a muscle past its limit, you'll get a strain. Yeah. But then you also have that threshold where it's just now it hurts. Doesn't necessarily mean at that point you're going to have damage. Right. So just understanding that the way to implement that is that it's okay to poke into pain a little. Right. Into that, that like neurological right. threshold to like, yeah, to get into that and sort of help desensitize exactly. the system. Yeah. And then just making sure you don't push into that tissue type right. threshold because that's when you're going to get yeah. injury. But I feel like that understanding from the patient is simple enough that they can be like, okay, I can see how I'm just trying to dab into this a little mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. So they're not as worried about eliciting a little bit of pain mm-hmm. because that may not represent actual damage, right? And I love the simple way that he explained that. No, and I think it's powerful for uh, like people that you're working with to understand that, but yeah. also like from our standpoint as like for sure. clinicians, I think it was it was awesome to hear that simplified version because it does get complicated with all yeah. the information that's out there. And like, for sure. I think that was a super simplified way to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think just the one thing like we both notice is like physios definitely do have the tendency to be like so like scared of eliciting pain, right? Yeah, I, I think like we can't we can't be scared of a little bit of pain happening. We mm-hmm. have to be confident enough in our understanding to make the patient feel uh, feel safe, right? Because right. if we're not confident, then there's no way that they're going to be yeah. confident, right? And so exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, so that was that really was, good. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I mean, that was what our last one, two, three, four, five episodes. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Like super appreciative of those guys coming on and, and talking to us and taking their time out of their, they're all super busy. So having them take the time out of their days to come have the, a cup of coffee on the PT coffee cast <laughs> and talk to a couple, to a couple of guys. Uh, <laughs> it was really awesome. So we really appreciate that. Um, Let's kind of talk about where we're going. We have a couple guests lined up for mm-hmm. the show that we're pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, so we have Zach Abor coming on at Simple Strength Physio um, and founder of the Level Up Initiative. Yep. So we're super pumped to, to finally sit down and talk with him. Um, we have Joe Rinaldi, who's, yep. a, who's another fellow student um, at Joe Flow Fit on Instagram, putting out awesome content. Uh, really super excited to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Me too. And who else? Do we have anyone else lined up? Yeah. Yeah, we have um, a physio that we actually met at the business summit. Her name's Maggie. Right. Uh, she founded a company called Embodia, um, which is like an a online platform um, for exercise as well as an educational platform. Yeah. Um, so we're excited to kind of sit down and talk to her about her journey um, in doing that. And then we have a couple other people lined up that we haven't really solidified dates mm-hmm. with, but we're super excited to talk to. So, you know, we got some people coming. Um, oh, yeah. We're, we're super excited about it, and we're thankful that you guys tune in and listen to us. Honestly, we're, we're overwhelmed by the fact that we get the amount of people we do listening um, and the feedback that we do get from you guys is, mm-hmm. is awesome. And, you know, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep put out, putting out content. As long as one person listens, I'm down to record. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
an episode like every week. So, yeah. So thanks, guys. Um, if you could, head over to iTunes, subscribe um, to the PT Coffee Cast, leave a review, leave a rating. It really helps to get us moving up the charts on, on iTunes, um, as well as just gets our voice out to more people. And, and that's kind of all we really want. Mm-hmm. Um, more people that hear about us, the more good information that gets out and the more conversations that we can have. Boom. Yeah. So, you know, if you guys want to find more about us, head over to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the MVMT PTs. Uh, and you can catch us there. Let like, us know how you're brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Let <laughs> us know. Let us know what coffee we need to try and what brewing methods we need to try. There we go. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Peace.